Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to Fantasy Movie League's Pause and Play Podcast. Fantasy Movie League Pause and Play is back with a brand new edition just for you. And thank you, Mr. or Mrs. Listener, for taking time out of your day to give this podcast some play. Whether you listen on your morning commute into work, while you're working, or while standing in line for the third viewing of Beauty and the Beast, we are grateful for your listenership. My name is Alec Bloom, and I am also grateful for today's panel of entertaining guests. Up first is a fantasy football guru, according to him, and a former Pixar employee, I think. I don't know if I made that one up. And someone who also claims Dukes of Hazard is loosely based on his life. Please welcome back Austin Lee, a.k.a. Austin Byers Club. Uh, all of that is true. Uh, I appreciate you having me back for a second time. Uh, a wise man once said, when you get invited back the second time, that's uh, affirmation that it, it, you know, it went okay the first time. And uh, yes, Dukes of Hazard is completely based on my life. Uh, I am, in fact, Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> goo, 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 goo. <laughs> well, that was completely unnecessary, but yet you still got a point out of that. So good job, Austin. Yes. <laughs> and for the record, you are welcomed back completely out of necessity. <laughs> necessity and desperation. But thank you for uh, Dave, Dave can't be on every episode, right? <laughs> That's true. Mr. Dave cannot be on every single episode. <laughs> Only half. Right. Our second guest is a funny guy, a Photoshop wizard, and an overall good dude. Most of the time, supposedly. <laughs> Making his second appearance as well on Pause and Play. Please welcome 20th Century Flops. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me back, Alec. Uh, nice to be here. Uh, I'm a little intimidated, though, because I've got three professional podcasters in front of me, so... <laughs> I think I'm already behind the eight ball. Now, when you say professional. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had air quotes going. <laughs> that is nice of you to call uh, at least two of us professional. <laughs> well, compared to me, you guys are all professionals. Oh, okay, well, fair enough. Uh, last but not least is a man who proudly made our second guest, Flops, made his son cry by insulting his name and insinuating his babysitter was actually his real mother. Now, if that doesn't deserve a round, a warm round of applause, I don't know what does. Please welcome back to the podcast, No Plex Zone. What's going on, man? Are you a nerd? Or do you have a nerd in your life? Well, try Loot Crate! Oh, is this not where that goes? (laughs) (laughs) It's geek! Geek in your oh, life, geek, man. What a great segue. C-Flops, he is not a professional <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> I retract my first statement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ah, oh, thank you, thank you for that, and thank you for reminding me. Yeah. On a quest for yeah, we'll we'll save that for later. <laughs> so, guys, quick question: Did any of three of you catch uh, Beauty and the Beast this weekend? I did not, although I I kind of wanted to. I'm being frugal. My wife is dragging. I mean, my wife and I are going to see it on Tuesday hmm. for a matinee. Um, Thanks for not. I'm, I'm interested it on in seeing Saturday. the CG work. What's that? Thanks for not seeing it on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sunk my own cinema that way. Double Saturday guy, right here. Ooh, one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Probably next week though. It's my favorite Disney movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it is. Hmm. Nice. I just don't get it, man. But I just, I saw it when I was a kid. And it was just another movie for me, I guess. I don't know. You don't like any kids' movies. <laughs> well, that's, that's, well, not, okay, don't, don't, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I don't like most Throw kids' down. movies. <laughs> Let's make sure we get that straight here. And you probably don't like kids either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did tweet out this weekend a tip. Uh, tip number one, don't have kids. <laughs> And then uh, it was just a little notation, like if you avoid, uh, ignore tip number one, that your civic duty number one is to please do not take them out into public. <laughs> I think that's only fair. Unless, you're, unless your kid is Aiden, then uh, he's, uh, he's super cool and he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's go ahead and get this thing started. And in case anyone was wondering, uh, no, I did not see Beauty and the Beast this weekend. I was not going to say. I was it. wondering. I'm glad you clarified. You're welcome. I did that just for you. Thank you. All right. So moving on. Uh, before we get to the questions, a reminder, we will have two rounds of questions and topics where points will be awarded. But as always, they don't necessarily mean anything. We're going to hold off on FML My Life this week and start off with a question that's weighing heavy on the minds of many FMLers. Are you currently, or have you ever been, shirtless on a Pause and Play podcast or any other podcast? Also, what are your thoughts on puppets? Austin, we're going to start off with you. Uh, well, this is an audio-only podcast, but as you guys can attest, I am completely shirtless right now just for inspiration. That's just, <laughs> this is the kind of thing I do. Uh, but aside from this one, I, I've never been shirtless on, on a podcast, but I, I feel inspired by other podcasts that, that I've seen people do that successfully. Other shirtless podcasts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I guess that brings me to uh, your thoughts on puppets. I'm curious. Oh yes. Well, so I have a random, uh, story about puppets. Uh, uh, if you look deep into the dark recesses of the Incredibles DVD Easter eggs, I voice three characters in the Increda Socks puppet version of Incredibles. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's actually yeah. a thing. The, That's the actually Incredis a thing. Socks. The Increda Socks. I voice Edna Mode, uh, Kari, the babysitter, and Dash. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Random puppet fact. How does Edna sound? Oh, yeah. Can we put you on the spot? <laughs> oh, jeez. You were doing Homestar um, Runner uh, characters earlier, so I'm pretty sure you can pull these true. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't be seen in this hobo suit. I won't allow it. I never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. <laughs> nice. That's spot on. <laughs> wow. Well done. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. That was a pause and play exclusive, guys. Flops, let's take it to you. 
Uh, you can rest assured I've never had my shirt off on any PNP podcast or um, any iteration of PNP. Although I can say on the last episode, I was a little disturbed uh, with Mr. Dave and his me undies and Millhouse sharing that he had plans to be in his birthday suit. <laughs> I recently went to Hawaii and even on my entire trip, I made sure <laughs> I was never seen <laughs> without my shirt. <laughs> so uh, what you're telling us is you have no plans to be a me on these model anytime in the, the near future. Uh, yeah, it's not on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You got to always be on the lookout. Those scouts are always looking for talent. Like, don't, you know, don't sell yourself short here. The me undies scouts, uh, it's, it's about to hit <laughs> underwear season. Exactly. Because underwear season, for whatever reason, is only in the spring and the summer. Oh, I don't wear underwear in the winter. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, as far as puppets, uh, I have mostly positive feelings. I'll always prefer puppet Yoda over CGI Yoda and hmm. definitely prefer rubber suit Godzilla over CGI Godzilla. Yes. No, no, no. See, Austin's given the, uh, <laughs> no, r- r- rubber suit. rubber suit Godzilla is by far... The only Godzilla that there is. CGI, that's more of a... Eh. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> you had me on Yoda. I completely agree on the Yoda take. <laughs> and I, I, take rubber the... suit Matthew, I take rubber suit Matthew Broderick over uh, CGI Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I was going to say, you're a fan of the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Plex, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been on P P and P without a hat, much less without my shirt. <laughs> me too. Um, as far as puppets, I think there's definitely a creep factor for me when it comes to puppets. Uh, they're fine if they're hanging out on Sesame Street or chilling with Mister Rogers or in some other like suburban setting. But other than that, I'm not the biggest fan. And then when you add in the monkey mask and the lack of the shirt from the the fella, like I don't know, like it's really great that he's he's doing something different over there and more power to him. But but maybe the puppet is enough by itself. Uh, I I do like the Super Mario Two music in the in the background. Mm. That's pretty good. That's what it sounds like anyway. So in case anyone was wondering, this is obviously a plug for the new Insider piece by Ryan McGee called Puppets and Predictions, where for, for some reason two consecutive episodes. Didn't wear a shirt for half of it, so. or maybe a third. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> the King Kong thing inspired him. Yeah, you should totally check it out. He's really funny. Yeah, he puts a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, usually drops on Thursdays, so uh, check it out. And just be warned, sometimes he wears a shirt, sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> Guys, what do you want to talk about this week? Seriously, anything, within reason, of course, is on the table. Movie stuff, FML stuff, TV stuff, March Madness stuff. Puppet stuff, whatever. Flops, let's go with you. Um, I guess the thing I wanted to talk about is that I'm starting to run out of TV shows to watch. Uh, it's not really a comment. But <laughs> I guess I'm more asking for some help. <laughs> like, what kind of TV, what, uh, what new TV shows are you guys into? Is there anything well, out there worth watching until Game of, Thro- uh, Game of Thrones starts back up? What do you typically watch? Like, what are your some of your favorite shows? Just kind of get like a, a reference for your your style, your taste. Of I TV. usually love like anything HBO, and I used to love uh, AMC shows like Mad Men for a while. I I watched Walking Dead, but I I kind of off the boat there. Mm. Um, I heard that uh, Big Little Liars was supposed to be the 
great new show you should start watching and if you miss out you're not going to know, know what to talk about at the water cooler the next day i tried watching a couple of episodes of it and man that show is not for me at all oh really <laughs> i, I, I should really have, like stranger uh, should things guessed from the start when it said that it's created by david e kelly uh i'm not a big fan of the shows that he has created oh yeah he's like he's traditionally uh like network drama yeah exactly is david e. kelly like pretty much everything in the 90s was david e kelly i think uh it was on nbc or yeah this show ABC is kind of like a like a desperate housewives for hbo i watched three episodes and it's supposed to be about a a murder that uh takes place in a rich uppity coastal northern california uh town and i get that they don't want to reveal who the killer is until the end, but I watched three episodes. They didn't even say who got killed yet. <laughs> they drag it out every episode. And they don't tell you anything. Yeah. I so think with that one, I don't think they're supposed to let you know until like the last episode. I think that's kind of the point of the, cause it's not, it's not a series it's, or it's just like a mini series. If I remember correctly too, it's like seven episodes and it's just a, I don't know. Um, All the characters are super annoying except for maybe Adam Scott. But, um, yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to be watching these days. <laughs> well, Austin, you mentioned, uh, did you mention Stranger Things? Yeah, I really enjoyed Stranger Things. It's sort that of like Freaks and Geeks meets X-Files. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was all over that one uh, last year. Oh, uh, nice try. It took me like Austin, two, two days to watch all, all eight episodes. <laughs> nice. Have you, I can't wait till you... Halloween yeah. when the next uh, season mm-hmm. comes out. Have it's you tried good. out Better Call Saul, if AMC? Uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for a new season. <laughs> <laughs> Strike two. <laughs> Dang it. Have you uh, tried out so- homestarrunner.com? <laughs> <laughs> yes, homestarrunner.com. Check out those two. All right, you finally got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. You should check it out. <laughs> so that is a point for Plex uh, for getting Flops to take a recommendation there. Yes. We'll see if he actually does it. We'll see. There's also. Do you have HBO? So do you have like HBO on demand or? Yeah. Um, have you gone through like their entire catalog? Because there's a <laughs> lot of good stuff on there. Um, I know everyone will tell you The Wire, but I was bored out of my mind with that show. What? Um, oh my god! I can only get three seasons. I got three seasons in, and it was like, man, this is, this isn't, this isn't for me. All this right. is not mind blowing television. You made it through three seasons of a show you thought was incredibly boring. I'd be like two episodes. Well, it, in it, got, like, it got it got increasingly. It was increasingly boring. The as Wire went on. is my all-time favorite show. Uh, I don't think I'll ever see a show as well-made as that show. And by the no, way, well, well, season four. Then I don't have anything excellent. to recommend for you, I guess. <laughs> season four is probably my favorite of of all all five seasons. Yeah, well, see, I guess that's I'll what happens, know. right? When when someone like doesn't see or like gives up on a show, I almost always hear someone say like, "But the next season is the one where it gets really good. You should keep watching." Alex, Usually you haven't not even right. watched Sopranos, right? I tried no. to watch Sopranos. I just don't care. I, I'm not as into the the big the mobster gangster stuff. Like I like Goodfellas. I like The Godfather. As I've gone on, like I, I think Plex. I think you recently watched Scarface, didn't you? you uh, were, were... No, I've seen it a while ago. I wasn't a big fan. Okay, yeah, and I, I don't know. I tried to watch it not too long ago. I just I don't I don't care. And like the mobster stuff, just I don't know. It was cool. Like in my early twenties. It's when you were supposed to like, you know, rap music and li- gangster uh, gangster movies. But uh... I like lasagna. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> He's Garfield now. <laughs> I don't think they ever ate a bite of lasagna on The Sopranos. 
Dang it. That show's not for me, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pass. Pass. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> All right. This one's going on forever. Uh, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> you got your recommendations. Home Star, Home Star Runner. Runner. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Plex, what do you want to talk about? Uh, we'll take it in a different direction here. I want to talk about an underserved market here on PNP, and that's country music. Uh, more specifically, I'd like to discuss the sheer volume of country music award shows. It's no secret that I'm not a fan of the Grammys, but at least they only happen once a year. It feels like there's a country music award show every other week. And like Adele, she had a great year this year and won five Grammys, right? Blake Shelton had an off year and won 74 twangies. Okay, I'm assuming that's what you call a country music award is a twangy. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if these shows were hosted with the aplomb and deafness of the guy that did the FML awards, I could get behind them. Wait, the the first annual FML awards or the second annual FML awards? Both. See, that's the answer I was looking for. Another point for you, Flex. You're, you're on fire today, Austin. What about you? Uh, let's see. Let's take this. Let's take this to uh, FML Town. What do you guys think of split movies, especially like? A second week split, like we since that's what we're faced with this week. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm curious, uh, Mike. What do you think about split movies? Uh, this past week, I really enjoyed it. Like to me, that was one of the biggest FML challenges we've had in a long time because in the past, every split movie was like a comic book movie or Star Wars. You know, for uh, basically, we've seen. You know, we've seen. Uh, the type of audience that goes to those movies. So we had a lot of different comps to compare it to this movie. It's really a shot in the dark. And I think the final result, the final results bored out. I think, yeah, this movie was like a real outlier. It was a challenge. I think I spent more time trying to figure out the daily splits. Uh, I spent a lot more time researching this week than I have in uh, uh, some of our other weeks. So I was a big fan of it this weekend. I'm not so sure about this this coming week. Uh, I probably could have done without it, but then uh, they might have had to add a bunch of strange movies that I don't want to bother uh, looking out for a, a single minute. <laughs> well, if I can interject real quick, I'm like I'm pretty much just what Flop said. I'm all for the the splits, especially like in its first weekend. Yeah, because it's just an added wrinkle to the game, and it makes it more challenging. It makes it more difficult. Um, and flops, this may anger you, but uh, do you know how long I spent on my lineup uh, this past week? I'm sure you probably picked my lineup after after I announced. Three, no, three minutes, and I think Plex may have even spent more uh, less or less time on his lineup than I than uh, I did. Did you uh, farva it? Did I at seven o three p.m. on a Monday? I don't think. Oh, so. oh wow! You you picked it. Uh, that was just. I just do that every week. Minutes? I pick like eight random screens and hope that I get the hundred dollars. It worked once, so. <laughs> Just keep going. Yeah, I'm pretty garbage at FML analytics, but we did miss like an opportunity to have a box in a box situation by splitting the movie split. I think that could have been pretty cool. I mean, obviously it wouldn't work out numbers wise, but that would have been very meta. It, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Very it's been meta. a little too meta. I was very disappointed <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, I was disappointed that uh, we didn't get a chance to see some of the low end filler like Slamma Jamma mm. this week, which looks uh, really awesome. If you haven't seen the trailer, be sure you check that out. Is that out. a documentary on the University of Houston's uh, team with uh, Akeem Olajuwon? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I I was wish expecting it had to see Clyde Drexler. Clyde, yeah, Clyde, Clyde Drexler, Drexler and Akeem Olajuwon is what I was expecting. Yeah, I thought it does have Michael Irving in it. 
<laughs> oh. oh, we'll see. That's something. <laughs> it's football. <laughs> I think this topic has run its course. Yes. <laughs> Bullied. <laughs> another weekend, another set of rehashed movie franchises hitting the theaters. This weekend, it's a trio headlined by the Power Rangers, a reboot slash remake, the Chips movie, which is an adaptation of the should-be-forgotten 1970s TV series, and finally, a very confusing slash disturbing movie adaptation of the popular Milton Bradley board game Life. I may be wrong about that. Which new release has the best shot at besting its long-range forecast? What kind of legs slash hold are we to expect from the reigning box office champ, Beauty and the Beast. And, did you guys know, Dax Shepard, known for that upcoming Chips and Punked and being kind of odd-looking, is married to Kristen Bell, known for Veronica Mars, forgetting Sarah Marshall, and for not being odd-looking. Plex, let's start with you. Well, allow me to skip over all the box office questions, because I know virtually nothing about that, aside from the fact that Beauty and the Beast will continue to get those proverbial ducats. Uh, let me head straight for the Chris- Kristen Bell prompt here. As an avid Veronica Mars fan, I'm very aware that she's married to Dax Shepard, and they've been married for several years now, which leads me to believe that it's not an extended punk skit like I originally thought it was, but maybe instead the answer to the question, him? Is he funny? And maybe it's yes, and maybe that's that's good enough for Kristen Bell, which is great news for me, because I think the Dax to Bell attractiveness ratio is similar to the me to Katy Perry, who is newly single, uh, ratio. Um, which my girlfriend is 100% on board with, which is great, because I'm sure she's been asked very, very often that same question about me. Him? Is he funny? <laughs> I heard that it, oh. Katy Perry was uh, dating Brian McCann now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she moved from Orlando Bloom to former Atlanta Brave star, Brian McCann. Or is he a current <laughs> Atlanta Brave star? No, he's, Brian McCann is he's with the Strohs now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that his doppelganger is currently on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Austin, let's go to you. Sure. Uh, when I looked at all the other important board game comps like Battleship and Clue and Jumanji and Ouija, uh, I found that I think life is the one that's going to overperform here. I mean, it's an interesting uh, board game adaptation, but uh, I think it's going to work. <laughs> um <laughs> If you look at the pricing this week, it looks like life is already inflated a little bit above the uh, pro box office long-term forecast, but I still like it as the one of these three that could potentially reach an upside to make it in the bonus picture conversation. Um, You know, I'm not real keen on any of these three, but if I'm going to pick one, it's going to be life. Flops, what are your thoughts? I think I'm going to kick the tires on M37's new rule. Um, he came out with a rule of three. Uh, basically, he said whenever there are three new releases, one will outperform expectations, one will meet expectations, and one will fall woefully short. I think uh, it's pretty clear to me the one that's going to fall woefully short is chips. Oh, uh, <laughs> it just mm-hmm. looks awful to me. And that's speaking as one that, I don't know how many fans of chips there were growing up, but <laughs> I kind of liked it. <laughs> I I didn't watch it when it originally ran, of course, because that was in the 70s, I think. But uh, sometimes I would stay home, pretend to be sick, so I could stay home from school and watch it on syndication. <laughs> uh, so nice. I think 
I was one fan along with a lot of people that were probably much older than me. <laughs> so those people are all like 70 now. <laughs> uh, so I have no idea who is looking forward to this, uh, this Chips movie. I think that one's going to tank. Um, the one I'm really high on is Power Rangers. I think it's been showing some strong signs in pre-sales already. I think it already showed up on movie tickets. So I'm kind of thinking it's not only going to beat its long-range projection, but possibly uh, go way over it. And the one that I think is just going to meet expectations is uh, Life. Um, that's because I don't know much about the movie. The one I thing- hear Mikey likes it. <laughs> that's that's a reference fitting for the uh do you know how many times i, I had to hear that growing yeah. up <laughs> whenever i liked something someone always had to say mikey likes it <laughs> um the only thing that worries me about life about overperforming is that the great jeff goldblum did once say life always finds a way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good. Nice. And just for the record, I'm not 70 years old. Like, <laughs> Chips was out in the early 80s, like it ended its run in the early 80s, kind of A team, Dukes of Hazard, Knight Rider kind of era. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. And there how does Dukes of, of Hazard who, fit into all this? It fits into everything. It's kind of like the answer to life. Uh, uh, there you go. No, that's, four, that's 42, my friend. We've been over that on this podcast before, actually. My favorite thing about Chips is the theme song. That was a pretty awesome theme song. Oh, yeah. What was the theme song to Chips? I don't, I don't even remember. Oh. <laughs> I think it was all instrumental. There was no words. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't remember that at all. I just remember the bicycle cops. That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. Punch. Bicycle cops. Motorcycle cops. That's all I got. Punch. Yeah. I think he was uh, Chip's answer to the Fongs in Happy Days. That's quite an answer. (laughs) All right, guys. I think this question's run its course. Let's move on. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) A new Matrix? There is a new, sort of, Matrix in the works, and I'm not sure what to think about it. So, guys, I'm asking you, what do you think about a new-ish Matrix? Is this a world you wish to explore more of? If so, would you prefer an entirely new set of characters, as opposed to the rumors this will be? Uh, this movie will focus on a young Morpheus, possibly played by Michael B. Jordan. Austin, let's start with you. So, uh, I love the original Matrix, but I think anything else the Wachowskis have touched, I have not enjoyed, so I just I hope they're not involved with this one. Um, and I don't really like prequels in general, so I hope that rumor is not true. I think that when you sort of know the fate of the characters before you start watching the movie, there's no sense of real peril or conflict, because you kind of know where the end target is. Uh, so, I'd ra- I'd love to be in this world more. And I'd love to see some other director take the helm on that. But I don't really need to see the other characters. I want new characters. Um, unless you're going to do like, a, you know, a continuation of the story of Switch. It just didn't feel right for her to die like that. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> no, that was probably one of the, the best cinematic deaths I've ever seen. I would rather <laughs> leave that be. 
yeah, I think I'm with you with uh, the the prequels. I, I I don't know. Just I'd rather just move on, do something, do something new, whatever. But that's just me. I like Michael B. Jordan. I got no I, beef with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, you know, that's and I could see casting. him as a young Morpheus. I could see him pulling it off. It's just yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think I've Lots been playing it. FML too long because when you said Michael B. Jordan, I got him confused with Jordan Michael B. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's got some good shoes to sell you. Don't don't you know. <laughs> Sell them short. Oh, so that's your answer? <laughs> oh. Is it my turn? <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> yes, sorry. Uh, so not a fan I, of The Matrix is what you're saying. <laughs> I love the original. Yeah, basically my thoughts echo Austin's. Um, Matrix was a time and a place. It was, it was great back then. I have no interest in seeing any more of it. The sequels pretty much killed it for me. Um, don't need to see any more of those characters. <laughs> um, yeah, just let it be. And can we get your uh, Switch impression? No. <laughs> <laughs> How about the architect? <laughs> I have a really bad memory. So, <laughs> How about Neo saying, I know Kung Fu? I don't even remember. <laughs> I know you know it. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> and for the record, I know they didn't direct it, but the Wachowskis did write the screenplay for V for Vendetta, which I know that was, wasn't was original material, but... That's James, fair. That's James, fair. James McTeague, I think, directed that. I really enjoyed it. all the movies they're associated with, that was actually my favorite, uh, <laughs> I think, tied with The Matrix. But anyway. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Flops is a good answer. Uh, your impressions cost you five points, though. Or your lack of impressions. <laughs> Trick <should> question. Exactly. <laughs> how it roll man plex what about you yeah i kind of echo the same thing here uh i also like michael b jordan and i can only hope that the new cast would include scotty f pippen uh but the the second and third matrices <laughs> already proved what can go wrong when you mess with a good thing uh i actually don't really hate the matrix sequels but i definitely like the first one a lot better but i'm leery of reboots in general so i will be taking the blue pill on this one i think that's the right color i'm not sure <laughs> yeah good call okay yeah good call I think for the prequel though, it's a uh, it's an orange pill on this one, and you didn't mention Horace J. Grant <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or Bill or B, Bill, Bill W. Cartwright, yeah, John X. Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we don't talk about him. Former, uh, he was a great player, but I'm no longer a Bulls fan because he is one of the worst uh, general managers, front office people in the entire uh, entire NBA. So, hmm. so you you lose a point there for uh, bringing up a sore sore ah. spot for me. Dang it. So, well done. <laughs> hey, well, speaking of those 1990s Bulls teams, on a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life, or if you are that geek, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming. Every month, there's a different theme and new exclusive items you can only get with Loot Crate. Treat yourself every month or give the gift of geeking out to a friend or loved one. Austin, can I get a roar? Roar? Oh, my God. <clears throat> that quote-unquote roar in the distance is a call. Will you answer it? This month, we're going primal and unleashing the beast of some of pop culture's most ferocious franchises. This savagely sweet collection has items from Overwatch, Wolverine, Jurassic World, and Predator, and includes, as always, our monthly TN pin. And who doesn't love a free t-shirt? Well, maybe Ryan McGee of uh, Puppets and Predictions. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he needs one. 
So guys, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it, guys. It's over. Make sure to head to www.lootcrate.com FML and enter code FML to save 10% off any new subscription today. Guys, I nailed it. Let's move on to round two. Professional. <laughs> yeah. <Wrong>. And again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little slow. No, it's, it's all right. That, works, that, that worked out surprisingly well. <clears throat> With all the Katy Perry references, I got confused. I know. <laughs> oh, that would have been awful if you would have broken the song. <laughs> Round two will act as a lightning round of sorts, where our guests are supposed to deliver rapid-fire responses to my questions. And unfortunately, that rarely happens, but we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. Number one. Plex, let's start with you. Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles? Or neither? Power Rangers, because none of the Ninja Turtles had a role in Felicity. (laughs) (laughs) Solid reasoning. Felicity, as in the... uh, uh, was that like a WB show back in the day, which is now CW? That was JJ. The, the girl with the curls? Is Felicity? Was yeah, that the one with the Russell curls? From uh, the American. Carrie Russell, that's who it was. I kept wanting to say and Rebecca Amy Gayhart Joe Johnson for some reason. And Jennifer Garner. A list cast. <sighs> okay, well you, you salvaged uh, your points there. I was gonna subtract points, but since you schooled me on the on the trivia Thank you. <laughs> on Felicity trivia. Uh, <laughs> while sad, it still got you some points. Flops, Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles, or neither. I guess Ninja Turtles. I could watch an episode of Ninja Turtles if you force me to. Uh, yeah, I can't really say the same about Power Rangers, so Ninja Turtles. Austin? I'm pretty sure only one of these franchises uh, incorporated Vanilla Ice into their uh, you know, movies or TV shows. So go Ninja, go Ninja, go, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. TMNT Power, man. <laughs> yes, the second time that we've got uh, Vanilla Ice's Ninja Rap on the Boz and Play podcast. <laughs> and the correct answer the correct answer is Ninja Turtles, by the way. I think I was too old. I, I grew up with Ninja Turtles, and then Power Rangers was like 93, and I was like going on 11 years old, so it was, that wasn't my thing. I don't know. But I think uh, our buddy Angry Geek, I think he watched the Power Rangers all the way up until he was 18, so um, he, still likes, uh, he still likes them. So. Only 18? Uh, <laughs> I think I think he still watches them. I, I can I can guarantee it. I think he reads the <laughs> comics if there, if there is a Power Ranger comic. <laughs> Geek, we love you, buddy. Moving on, is Chips star Dax Shepard on pace for a longer, more prosperous career than his punked buddy Ashton Kutcher? Flops. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Dax. What I do to you? <laughs> Plex. Uh, definitely not longer because Kutcher's been on TV since the seventies. Uh, mm. <laughs> Fuzzy man, uh, the seventies show. It's a good, good play yeah, on. No, I, no, we got it. We got it. Oh. we got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> no, we got. No, we got it. <laughs> Two out of three of us got it. <laughs> Austin, can you top that? Uh, I don't know why I, li- I like Ashton Kutcher for some reason. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna hope that uh, his career is more prosperous. I think he's gonna make a comeback at some point. That's that's my prediction. You think Kutcher is? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, he's primed for a comeback. He's been just lying like a snake in the grass. He's he's just waiting for that Tarantino call to <laughs> yep. brought back the Travolta. Yeah, Woody Allen, you know, something like that. <laughs> Negative points. <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Punked two. Next. Life. Guys, what is the meaning of Jake Gyllenhaal's life? I have somehow convinced myself that I like Jake Gyllenhaal and I want to see his movies, but I rarely follow through on that. So I think that maybe his purpose in life is to be the best actor that mainstream audiences have never seen. Hmm. Flops? I think uh, his main purpose is to torment Angry Geek, who seems to have a real love-hate relationship with him, mostly hate. And once I found that out... I became a really, uh, real big fan of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming Geek would be singing a different tune if Jake Gyllenhaal was starring in this weekend's Power Rangers movie. Yeah, that would be a definite, definite uh, no-go for him. Plex? I think his life's purpose is to be the first person to fully understand the plot of Donnie Darko. <laughs> it's time travel, man. Oh, <laughs> Get it. Well, let's awkwardly segue into some Jake Gyllenhaal and Maggie Gyllenhaal trivia. First one. Yay. (laughs) Jake or Maggie? Which Gyllenhaal was in this movie about John, a young wannabe musician who discovers he's bitten off more than he can chew when he joins the eccentric pop band led by the mysterious and enigmatic Frank, a musical genius who hides himself inside a large fake head? Who's in that movie? Jake or Maggie? Plex? Maggie. Plops? Jake? Austin? I'm going to go with the person who sounded most confident. I'm going to go Maggie. <laughs> that would be correct. And I believe that was, if I remember correctly, I think it's Michael Fassbender under the uh, the big, the big large head in the movie Frank. That is correct. Hey, a point for me. <laughs> that means I am, by looking at the tallies here, uh, there's a lot of negatives here, so actually I think I am leading this current pause. It's true. Good for, good for me. Next. Who said it? Jake or Maggie? And bonus points if you can name the movie or show that it's from. Here's the quote. Man, I'm torn between my love of gloops and my love of killing. Plex, let's start with you again. I don't know. Was that like Bubble Boy? Jake Gyllenhaal? I have no idea. <laughs> that is a good guess. It's horribly wrong. Flops? Uh, you were cutting out, so I didn't even hear the question, so I'll, I'll guess Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Maybe. Austin? Uh, that's clearly Jake Gyllenhaal in October Sky. Oh, such a good movie, I think. Is that the one where he shoots off rockets? It's darn good. Probably. It sounds about right. Oh, guys, the answer is obviously that's actually 70 star of Chips, Eric Estrada, and it's not from Chips, it's actually from C-Lab 2021. <laughs> Dang it. In the episode Hail Squish Face. Wait, I knew it sounded C-Lab familiar. 2021 quote? I want to hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that means you may have got the answer right. Okay, for you, for you, Flops, we'll circle back around. The quote was, man, I'm torn between my love of gloops and my love of killing. I still would have gotten it wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, C Lab, courtesy of but Atlanta. I, I love Punch on that show. That was awesome. 
Yeah, he played Marco. It's a great show. He's the creators of Archer and Frisky Dingo. Mm-hmm. For your information. So to follow that up, you need to name my favorite C Lab 2021 episode. But I'll give you some options. Is it that Hail Squish Face episode I just mentioned? Was it Feast of Alvis, Green Fever, or Bizarro? Austin, let's start with you. No, everybody knows it's Green Fever. Flops? Nope. It was Bizarro. Plex? I'm going with the Elvis one. You know what? They're all pretty damn good. But Green Fever was great because it has the line, Where'd you get those kick-ass pipes? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The five people that have seen C-Lab 2021 that listen to this podcast are going to love that. Anyway, that is the end of round two, which means one of you will be eliminated while the other two face off in the pause and sway challenge. The winner of that will be awarded their very own soapbox from which to rant about whatever they like, as long as it is movie related. So moving on will be uh, for fun. Let's go ahead and move all of you guys on. Hey. <laughs> wow. Ho-ho! And that's out of pity because somehow, like I said, I am the one who's actually leading in points. It's true because I have a, a plus one with a circle around it. So I think that <laughs> I think by my scoring system uh, this week, uh, that means that I am the winner. <laughs> This week's Pause and Sway Challenge, Fantasy Movie League Theater 3000. In the not-too-distant future, you are trapped aboard the Satellite of Love, where Fantasy Movie League Quality Assurance, in honor of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 revival, forces you to sit through all the movies that have wrecked your FML season. So which movie would be the most painful for you to endure, and who would you want next to you in the theater while you watch and rip on that movie? Austin, let's start with you. Sure, I uh, I went back and looked at all of my terrible cinemas, and uh, there's a lot to choose from, but uh, the one that stood out to me was Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Uh, that, I would love to, uh, you know, give that the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 treatment. And uh, the person I'd love to be sitting next to as we bash this movie is none other than uh, former Seattle Seahawks running back Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Uh, I think that uh, he would uh, interrupt the movie to ask why the chipmunks are doing certain things, and he'd tell me exactly what he would have done differently in those situations, <laughs> and then we'd both kind of laugh at the ridiculousness of all of it. I just find him uh, oddly refreshing. Plus, he'd bring Skittles. Skittles. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I would have Skittles. <laughs> exactly. I have an endless supply of Taste the Rainbow. <laughs> Flops. What about you? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty tough one. I've had a few bad choices uh, over the past uh, year or two. Um, the one that really made me feel the worst, though, was uh, The Forest last year. Um, mm. That came after the Daddy's Home debacle. But, uh, a lot of the good players didn't actually pick Daddy's Home, so didn't really kill my season. But the one that really killed it was The Forest. I just I never believed in that movie and I thought it's gonna tank and then all of a sudden yeah, definitely made the wrong choice there, so I've always hated it uh since then. If I had to watch it with somebody and make fun of it, I think I would choose my FML friend Mara. Uh the only person who I know for sure hates this movie more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Perfect. she tipped me off to the actual events that inspired that movie to be made and how uh, the forest uh, movie version was just a thinly veiled excuse 
to exploit the story for easy profit. So I think we could have some fun watching that movie together and uh, I would enjoy listening to her rip it to shreds. <laughs> to be fair though, I will say that's not unique to that movie. That's like for almost every horror movie is they take some like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was like some actual little massacre in like one house or something that they turned into like this big family that was killing people. And like every like horror movie pretty much is like they take something and then they exploit the actual people that it happened to. So, well, but that Texas, if you haven't uh, seen that movie, oh my God, it is bad. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre was never in my cineplex. Plex. Uh, Ouija 2 would probably be the most painful for me to watch because it cut me the deepest. And also because I'm not a horror fan. And I'm also not a fan of a fan of words that sound like they should start with a W, but actually start with an O. So it's the trifecta there. Uh, accordingly, I'd want to take someone who'd come up with witty quips to distract me from the movie. And since Mitch Hedberg is dead, I'm, I might go for comedian Dimitri Martin. He's funny. He main, maintains appropriate theater volume. And he seems to be nice enough to where if he got bored with uh, ragging on the movie, he wouldn't turn and start ragging on me, which is... Also nice and probably not true of every other comedian. So yeah, Dimitri Martin or shirtless monkey puppet guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a it's a good backup. Is Dimitri Martin? Is he from Atlanta? I don't believe so. No. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's rare that you don't include someone some Atlanta native or Georgia native in in one of your answers. So uh, all right, fine. Uh, Atlanta native and Georgia Tech graduate Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> 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 this might be a bad movie if and guys i have i am one of the lucky few that actually saw mitch hedberg live because yeah. he opened and this before i even knew who mitch hedberg was he opened for david tell and lewis black when those two were headlining a tour way back when um i saw him in st louis hilarious like immediately about his cds and then he died six months later so Sad. Oh. too soon So that taught me to once i see a, a new comedian i like to i will never buy their cds uh, after their show again Way to make Alec feel bad, David. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> because you all performed so poorly, uh, you all tie for first place. So, good job, guys. <laughs> Yay! Still counts as a win. <laughs> I'll take the pity win. <laughs> yeah, depends how you define win, I guess. So, traditionally, this is where the winner would get their uh, very own soapbox uh, from which to rant and rave about something movie related. Um, but this week, we're going to forgo that traditional soapbox, take things in a different direction. On recent episodes, uh, we've started each podcast with a segment titled FML My Life, which offers our guests the opportunity, opportunity to express how Fantasy Movie League has affected their life in one way or another. For me, it's the people I've interacted with in the chatter and the entertaining friends that I've made along the way that have affected my life. Hell, I now communicate with a David at least once a day, whether that's Angry Geek D-Rod or Mr. Dave, who was mentioned earlier, or Noplex Zone on here, David Hammock, who I co-host another podcast with. All this thanks to FML, which, you know, oddly enough, is the only online community I've ever participated in. Like, I have no other online community I've ever even bothered to participate in, uh, and this one sucked me in. <clears throat> well... There has been one member of the FML community in particular that has had a significant effect on many of our FML lives. We all know him simply as Steve. Some of us know him as Avi. But to many here, 
and judging by the outpouring of support in the FML message boards, I mean too many, he's become FML's little brother. So, Steve, uh, I know things are you know rough right now, uh, but I just wanted to remind you, you know, your FML family is here, and we've got your back. Yeah, well said, buddy. Uh, yeah, our mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers are with you, buddy. And uh, and uh, if you need anything, I, I think you got about ten thousand people that are willing to uh, <laughs> lend a hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Alec, for those kind words. That's really nice. Uh, I think you're echoing all our thoughts, and yeah. Uh, we love you, Steve, Avi. Um, yeah, we're here for you, and uh, we're thinking of you, wishing you the best during this hard time. Uh, hope you pull through, stay strong, and uh, things will things will get better. Yeah, Steve, uh, I was uh, glad that you reached out to the FML community. When you posted your message, it sounded like you were unsure, and I hope that you sort of got that affirmation that that was, you know, something that the community is would encourage and embrace and uh, hopefully you were able to sort of receive those many many virtual hugs um and prayers buddy um we're thinking of you and uh you mean a lot to fml and the people who play there yeah i agree guys well i guess we can go ahead and uh, probably shut this uh this podcast down now uh, i want to thank the three of you for coming back again even you austin and flops i hope you do take plex's advice and you do log on to homestar runner and you, you watch more than uh strong bad's emails you watch a few of those watch some other episodes there's some good stuff on there do any of you guys have uh any shout outs you want to give to anybody before uh before we finally end this thing what about you plex uh no oh i'll shout out natasha beddingfield our our podcast friend uh no matter how ill-gotten those likes and retweets are we will take them uh and yeah listen to alec and in my podcast unwritten fools we watch a movie that one of us hasn't seen before but probably should have each week and we talk about it that's about it and a, a quick tip to anybody out there, if you want Natasha Beddingfield's official Twitter account to like something you tweet, just write the word unwritten. Yep. Like a robot <laughs> programmed to like anything with the word unwritten in it, you'll get a like just like that. It's crazy how that works. So quick tip if anybody wants that. Flops, what about you? Any shout outs? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to shout out Steve anyway if I had one. So he was uh, definitely the guy I was thinking of this week. Uh, yeah, just wishing him well and uh, hope he is going to uh, feel better at some point. Uh, Austin, what about you? Uh, if you want to chat about FML on Twitter, you can find me at AustinNFL. Uh, if you like fantasy football, go check out footballguys.com. And uh, yeah, just echo all the sentiments uh, about Steve. Uh, we're thinking of you, buddy. All right. Like I said, thank you guys again for being on. Um, even you, Flops. Hey. <laughs> hey, I meant that. I was sincere. And thank you, everyone, listening again. We'll see everyone next week. Peace out, FML.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.